0: Welcome back to Why, though. We're so pumped you are here with us. Here we are in 2021. I cannot believe that January is almost over. Mm -hmm. That is too much to take. This is going too fast. 2020 was such a dumpster fire. And 2021, I feel so hopeful. I'm such an optimist. But this is already moving too fast. I don't know, man. It's too much. It's too much.
1: It's definitely going quicker than 2020 did for sure. And it That's also felt like 2020 would have months that were seven years long and then months that were like three days long. So it was a very weird right. experience. And now everything seems to be back at a decently normal pace. <laughs> right. Because you
0: know, some people were like, it's March 312th. <laughs> totally. And then some people were like, that was oh, true no. true last year. <laughs> yeah. Or then some people were like, no, it's December 100th. And you're like, this feels like January, actually. This feels it like does. January. The holidays are behind us. Um, I mm-hmm. will say one thing that I'm very much looking forward to is I'm a springtime, like that is my season. It's summer. I I don't love warm weather, but springtime, just all, all the blooming flowers and the birds. I am like, it's like the Disney princess in me comes out and just wants to hear the birds singing and the flowers blooming and the mice scurrying, the squirrels jumping up the tree. So I'm, I just have to say like end of January, I'm like, hey, <laughs> we got a few months and spring's on its way. I have something to look forward to. You know what? It's the little things right now. <laughs> Because there's not much. There's not totally. much at
1: the minute. I agree. Yes. Ugh. It's so weird because we moved to the northern part of Los Angeles County. And um, in we woke up the other morning and we had this little mud pit that my kids made very unfortunately. Our weather here is very strange. It feels like Texas weather. For those of you who are in like the panhandle of Texas, we are having your weather, but it'll be like 80 degrees one day. And then the next night it, w- it got down to like 27 degrees. So we woke <gasps> up in the morning, the little mud pit Mm-mm. that my kids had made had frozen over completely. So I'm like, I'm offended by this Type of cold and this is the reason that i moved to california but honestly by 10 a.m it's about sunny again and it's totally fine like it's not it's offended. really nothing to be you know i there are zero oh, complaints funny. that should be happening from anyone who lives in california but it is really weird and i too very much look forward to spring we have someone who helps us take care of our yard because you know i murder everything except for my new fiddle fig and my olive tree those are the only things i've kept alive for a very long time <laughs> and that fiddle fig our, is no job helps us Oh, it's so beautiful. No joke. The guy who helps us with our yard, he was out um, pruning off all of our roses. And so we have zero things on any plants right now except for a few like irises and- I took the kids outside just to say hello. And we went out there, he was just like, hey, you know, my son asked him, Why are you cutting all why are you cutting off all the flowers? And he said, because springtime is coming. And so I really love that because mm. it was just a reminder that, you know, we have hard times, we have things that we go through or things that are stressful, or whatever you guys are dealing with, whatever we're dealing with right now. But you know what, springtime is coming. And so <laughs> that is something to truly look forward to. So I resonate with you there that yeah, this this year's starting off a little quicker than last year. Year. it doesn't yeah. feel like january 400 but it definitely is there is a bit of an excitement toward looking out like is this pandemic going to end this year are we gonna you know see some type of normalcy springtime is coming and i've just been reminding myself of that as well
0: i love that just the pruning back mm-hmm. pruning all that is not helpful for moving forward that's beautiful. Oof, mm-hmm. oof. Um Okay, so what's gonna bloom? Now I need to know. You got some roses? or anything else I need to know? But we get your pomegranate tree.
1: My pomegranate tree. Yeah. You can my eat from tree. your garden.
0: You're straight Eden right over there. You can eat. We can.
1: That's no Except joke. Except for our nasty bitter orange. Um, it's a blood orange tree, but they're bitter. So apparently, it mm. only tastes good with pork. I've been asking um, several of my friends and many folks from the Dominican that I'm close to are like, "You gotta use it on pork." <laughs> so apparently, That's you can it? use bitter blood oranges to cook your pork.
0: <laughs> so this is a thing. Bitter blood oranges. I'm today years yep. old when I found out blood oranges could be bitter.
1: They taste I didn't know terrible.
0: that. They taste
1: yep. terrible. They're <gasps> awful.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I got it. I, as somebody who lives in the Northwest, I, I, <laughs> I'm just still in awe that like average human beings have like a lemon tree in their backyard that they can access fruit or vegetables. Mm-hmm. It still is just so a wild to me.
1: Girl, ain't, ain't it, nothing going to grow the like yeah, right. it's just so cold. So it's the weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can do um, lots Potatoes. of lettuces, like in the no, springtime that's and summer.
1: Right?
0: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into that, right? If you want to eat mm-hmm. lettuce forever, um, totally. It's yeah. Everybody's no, favorite we, at the I don't store. want you to think no. you can't. <laughs> I don't want you to think you can't plant <laughs> things here. You for sure can. But it's not like I'm gonna have an avocado or pomegranate or a lemon or bitter blood orange tree. That's not gonna. Yeah. It just wows totally. me. Totally. It just wows me. I will yes. say. That um, I feel like I need to maybe like I know you have to plant these in September so they'll bloom in in the following year. But um, some peonies because peonies are so expensive per stem. Mm. But but if you plant them, yep. they do yeah. grow pretty well here. And I have um I have southern exposure all day, so I I could I could have some peony. I have one peony plant, and every year I act like it's. I feel like I'm in Crazy Rich Asians where that where that bloom sprouts for like every hundred years and I'm that person like waiting. Yes. Every, every year I'm like here it comes wait wait for it and it's dead. Okay well that was wonderful. Totally.
1: I oh. do that except at Trader Joe's every year. I'm like, come on. When it's peony season, I get so happy. Oh, and when so we got great. married, I was very sad because I would have had to pay like a crap ton of money to get them flown in because they're my favorite flower besides the iris. The iris is my favorite, but I love that flower. So I would be doing the same thing if it was planted in my yard. I would be stocking it until it bloomed because right? it's gorgeous. And it's just oh, okay. a flower need full to of it. happiness. It really is. And when it is. opens up in your house, it's like, it's beautiful. It's my favorite.
0: <laughs> um a friend of mine she has g- dozens of peony plants in front of her house and we'll we'll go on a walk around the neighborhood this is pre-pandemic people so just FYI we're on a walk around the neighborhood in her neighborhood and then she's like hey do you want me to just cut you a few stems and I look at her as if she's like offering me the crown jewels I'm like it would be an honor to have some of your flowers on my table I'm I go all like little house on the prairie about it because I'm so excited that she would give me her flowers it's truly it's truly a gift also listeners I need you to know and Ashley I'd like you to know that my pop filter flew off in my face since we've been talking so I'm holding it I'm holding it because it will be so (laughs) distracting to try to reattach it to my desk so I'm just holding it up in front of me and I just want y'all to know that it's necessary because your ears will appreciate when my peas don't pop with a pop filter so
1: there you I go. think you should 100% just go ahead and put it on and we the no, people will we we'll stand, stand people. our little noise and it'll be okay like it's everybody's it. in a here. pandemic you know it's it like the zoom button when you have to be like hey your your mic's not on you know it's just it's one of those uncomfortable awkward things but we're with you you can hey, have
0: you got to the point in Zoom where you just refuse to turn your camera on? Because I'm there. I'm not even doing it. Don't even, don't even request or ask. If, it, if it, I haven't already turned it on within the first two minutes, if you even consider asking me, you are trading on dangerous water. Don't See, even ask me to turn that thing
1: on. I'm still in a place where if I can help it at all, I want a good old-fashioned phone call. I don't even want Zoom. It's so yeah, rare that call. I'll say yes to Zoom. But I'm like, hey, let's do a phone call. Hey, would you like to jump on FaceTime? You know, like Anything that's not me sitting in front of a computer staring yes. at another human. So I prefer the phone calls for sure. Also,
0: okay, maybe this is just me being like an old crotchety person, but my Zoom breaks up a lot. It hardly ever works. Mm. I don't know if it's just my oh. It's probably my internet. So I much prefer a phone call or FaceTime. And if Same. I can stand it, maybe no communication at all.
1: <laughs> yep, I, I have those days too, where I'm like, yeah, my text messages are out of control at all times. Yeah. I'm very sorry if you texted me in in June of 2019, and I'm sorry <laughs> about it. I apologize profusely.
0: No, tell the people how many, like, on your phone right now, how okay, many un- me unchecked messages? Because you guys, this is oh, this it, is it's the it's best gone thing down. ever.
1: It's gone down. Has Two hundred and fifty. This is great, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> But I will say, you know how you can see what comes through? So you can like get an idea, is this an emergency or not? Is this emergency? a, yeah. It's a and preview so I'm aware email. that it's yeah. not an emergency. Yeah, and if somebody really needs something, they'll, they'll call me or text me back. It'll be fine. So I apologize, <laughs> y'all. The text messages are hard for 200, me. But between text the messages, best part- <laughs> direct messages, freaking emails. Phone calls, Zoom calls. I mean, this is a lot of places. I had to delete Marco Polo at the end of the year last year because yeah. I was like, I, I have a relationship no. with my phone and apps only. And I am so tired of this. Yeah. So I apologize, everyone. And someday I'll get my life together, but not right now. Love
0: y'all. I love that you were not you were you were it, happy that it was down to 250. That's the best part of that. That's so like happiest. I thought you were going to say like 100 and then it was 250. Mm-mm. You know, okay, I don't know if this exists, but is there like a mark as unread or like a auto responder that no. says, "Hey, if no. I don't if you don't hear back within 6 months, maybe reach Mm-mm. out again." Cuz that no, would be cool on text messages. I, I that would be have super that. cool.
1: You no, know, I would have it. That's part of why I leave them unread because I hope to return to them someday and I usually oh. do at some point. But they just keep stacking up in the meantime. So it's not great.
0: Okay, well, iPhone, if you're listening, which I know you are (laughs) somewhere because you're awful like that. Mm -hmm. Gosh, always listening. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Um, Maybe you guys can invent something because we the people, as Ashley said earlier, we the people would really be appreciative of that in the year
1: 2021. 100%.
0: Okay, I know this is, forgive me if I brought this up before, but one of the things that Ashley has taught all of us why, though, is to mark ads as offensive, and I have really had mm-hmm. to do that a lot lately because I'm mm-hmm. losing my, I have to, I've shared this before, but the, just the stress of 2020, I've lost a lot of my hair. And so I have all these products, and I've been talking with my husband about it, and my phone is listening, so all my ads are for hair growth and, like, <gasps> scalp stimulating, and it's so, oh, it it's, I feel so, so offended because here's the thing, I'm on there looking at people's inspiring lives and, and them talking about, goodness and the people I follow are usually putting important things in the world that bless me. So Instagram is usually a pretty delightful space for me. And then I like a bad out of hell. An ad comes up reminding me that my hair is falling out and that I need it to grow back. And I'm like, hey, I'm just out here living my life, getting my 35 minutes of Instagram or whatever my timer is set to. And then here you are reminding me that my hair is falling out. No, thanks. No, Ugh, thanks. No thank not great. It's all offensive.
1: I'm offended that there's an ad I don't want to see in there. Um, so yeah, I feel you.
0: It's not great. It's just not great. I don't need that so in my life right now.
1: We're talking digital relationships, you know, and that's, that's real relationships, mm-hmm. guys. It's a real thing. Relationships digitally, relationships with humans, relationships with people on Netflix. Anyone? <laughs>
0: Netflix. did you know that you can do that you can co-watch yeah totally isn't that so cool watch parties it's awesome watch parties
1: that's what
0: Mm -hmm. they're called i try to just hit play at the same time i have a friend we've tried to when indian matchmaking came out we tried to watch it at the same time because we started watching the first three episodes together so we're like hey let's watch it together and text each other um while we're watching but it was not it didn't it was hard 'Cause she was watching on her phone, so to read my text messages, <laughs> she would have to stop watching. So it wasn't a foolproof plan, oh, but we we, we did our best. We did our best. That's I love good. that. Okay, what is in the last year, what are some of the mo- what are some of your favorite online, whether it's streaming sites or Netflix or Hulu or all the all the streaming sites, some of the relationships that you're like, oh, that's interesting to me or what it, or or relationships that have blessed you or, or piqued your interest?
1: You know, I can't think of any that I've like, I, they'll come to me in a minute, but one that, one TV relationship that I've always loved, because I don't know about you guys, but I always feel like they make marriage just look either terribly miserable or completely unrealistic in nearly every oh, show yeah. that I watch. Either they're like way too happy, love each other too much, or they're always cutting each other down, especially in comedies. Mm-hmm. Like you'll notice the wife always has something really smart to say about the husband, and the husband's usually making stereotypical like jokes about it. And so one of the shows that I really love that I think models marriage well... Um, is is Madam Secretary, and I freaking love that show. I don't know if you guys are into it. I love it. And the other one that I watch, um, and I have kept up with this one big time during pandemic, is called All Rise, and it's a show on CBS, and has this amazing lead. And is she that Shonda? Is, a judge. is that a, is that a Shonda show? I don't know if it's Shonda, oh. actually. Um, it seems a, a little more lighthearted than Shonda usually does. Okay. Like there's, okay. you know, no violence or anything like that. No major things other than if a crime takes place. But it's this gorgeous judge, and she has an FBI husband, and um, she's black in the criminal justice system with a mom who is like an activist in the community. So it has all these unique dynamics. Oh. But her yeah. and her husband have a remarkable relationship, and they love each other truly, and they have great communication. And her, one of her best friends is a guy she grew up with. So I feel, so I feel like I feel like they feel like they, they kind of went against all the normal standards where you don't have any guy friends and where you, you know, you sort of hate your husband. Right. <laughs> and I really loved watching those relationships in that show. They even date well. Aww. Like, they have all these different characters who are doing dating and they're doing online dating. And I just feel like, oh, it's so relevant to our world today, but does not give you sort of a bitter taste in your mouth or add to the the fire of like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> so that. So that's been one of my favorite shows that I think, like, does relationship really well. Okay, well, <laughs> I am a gull glad you brought up Madam Secretary because that's the next thing in my queue. I'm so excited. Oh, it's so, oh my gosh. You are going to ah. love it, truly. And just the supportive husband, you know, who doesn't mind that his wife is, like, super big time. And he's big time, too, in the academic world. So you're going to oh, really man. love that.
0: Oh, man. I'm loving it. Okay, I'm currently <laughs> – Ashley knows this, but I'm really into Designated Survivor. I know it ended in 2019. It was on, I think, ABC. Did you know – by the way, sorry, this is just me Googling way too much. But Designated Survivor was one of the highest-watched, like – shows when it first hit the air it had like almost 18 million people watching the first episode i mean you blew up a thousand people at the state of the union that's an interesting start to your story i mean right totally oh. but um i just wanted to echo the mar- their marriage um the president kirkman Kiefer sutherland becomes and his wife is a human rights lawyer and he was a he was the HUD secretary, but before that he was a tenured Columbia professor in architecture. And it just their relationship and the way she calls him on stuff and he, he's so tender toward her, she's so tender toward him, but still calls out greatness in him. he always backs her up and, and seeks her um, knowledge and insight on issues that affect what they're working on, which in real life probably wouldn't be government clearance to do that, but whatever it's fine. And it has yeah. it's just been such a blessing to me, but if you can I do a spoiler, is that okay? Can I be that? Of are course. you sure?
1: I probably won't be able to watch it. Go <gasps> for it. I think
0: you'd really like it. It's really I unbelievable. Actually, I don't know if you would. Yeah,
1: it sounds it's good. It's so good. It sounds like right up my alley. Also, Kiefer <laughs> just owns it. I'm like, Kiefer, you
0: need to run for office. Anyway, no, I'm just, I'm in love with him. I'm like, you are the best thing ever. Oh, Wait, quick question. When, do you, when have you arrived to an age when you feel like men in their 50s, you're like, hmm, you're a distinguished, wonderful, handsome man. I think I'm there. I just want to say. Okay, that was a side note. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. <clears throat> Back to what I'm talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. you guys. In mid-season, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I hope she. Does, I hope you don't regret me letting them, but I've got approval from my other. Not okay. at all. Go for it. Um, his wife – is tragically killed in a car accident mid-season mm. finale on season 2 and it was because she got signed on to another show it wasn't it didn't add to the plot or storyline so now all yeah. of these viewers i mean she is the, probably the most endearing character on the show and they killed off everybody's favorite character basically and not for and not because oh. it's part of the plot and works to figure out uncovering who who bombed the Capitol. so there's just this like oh yeah she died and you're like that wouldn't happen in real life don't they clear the side streets before there's a motorcade. Right. Anyway, so it's not only unbelievable, but I'm like, is this why you got canceled after season two? Because you killed off our favorite character. Anyway, their marriage yes, was awesome. Course. I'm a fan. <laughs> and you know what? We we need to see that, right? Like we need to see art represent life. We need to see inspiration and honesty and vulnerability because it's not, like you said, it's not the pendulum of undercutting each other or perfection. Like there's such a middle ground of actual, right. real, Life,
1: actual real life. Yes, that's exactly right. I love it. Yes. I do too. I think that, you know, we definitely, I was looking back at some of the old shows that we used to watch the other day because they put like, I think it was Dawson's Creek that they recently put on Netflix or something. One of my friends from high school was talking about it and we used to do watch parties for that show. And then I was thinking about shows like Friends, which personally I never liked and Seinfeld, which I also didn't like. And I know that's a very unpopular opinion, but I I didn't like those shows. And part of it was that it's just like, man, I guess maybe because I had real friends that I was like, why would you guys just want to watch this? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, look good it's not even that it funny. was too perfect yeah for me <laughs> so, friends
0: I'm like this isn't real yeah, life like it's not
1: real life not at all yeah not at all
0: I want to be the girl who likes Seinfeld though can I just say I want to so bad I've tried so many times I've tried so many times it's not good I love Jerry Seinfeld I even Seinfeld. live in New
1: York and I don't like it I have to say
0: <laughs> are you allowed to say that like do people are good. people allowed to say that like I lived in New York I and I didn't like Seinfeld oh my god. I'm saying
1: it it's the she don't did it. It wasn't good. Okay,
0: it wasn't do good. Do you guys. like do you like Jerry Seinfeld relationships with other comedians and comedians comedians and cars getting coffee? Oh my
1: gosh, totally. Now that's a great oh, show. So that good. one and David Letterman. Does it, do you watch that Is one? Is that the my, my next David guest Letterman. needs no introduction. Is that the one? Yes. So good. Yes, okay. the episode with Lizzo, and then the op- episode with um, Dave Chappelle. Oh my gosh, you guys! So the you know because we're talking relationships. I don't think we said that, you guys, but we want to talk about you relationships. You said it. You said it. You did good um, for the next like three episodes. Okay, yeah. great. And so the one he does with Dave Chappelle is really life giving because Dave Chappelle's wow. first big break was as a comedian on David Letterman's show. <laughs> so they have this very unique um, connection, and Dave Chappelle has recently moved back to the town that he grew up in and he shares all the reasons why he wants to live there and how being a small in a small town can keep you humble and like when everybody's familiar with you you're, no, you're not big time you're not a celebrity anymore and why he likes that and him and David Letterman talk about the, the comedic circuit and how hard it is and what friendship really looks like and I just thought it was a really powerful picture of like mentorship wow. and friendship and I know that's a live version and not like a fake TV show version but it was really really life-giving I loved it highly recommend oh
0: man to think that's where he Got his start, like his break. Wow. Wow.
1: That's amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. What about the Lizzo one? You mentioned that one too. What was, what was, Intriguing yes, about it was that one.
1: great. You know, they start out in Lizzo's um, studio, so you could tell they don't really have like the same kind of personal deep connection. But right. you know, she, you're, he's in the studio with her. He's doing fake raps. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And I, just, it, overall, it was just a very good time. So, highly recommend that one as well. Oh, so good. <laughs> um,
0: going back to that, my favorite episodes. I, I don't think I've seen the new season because I haven't seen those ones. Um, so I'll be sure to go in and, and circle back on that. But I really enjoyed the episode. It was a little drier, but I really enjoyed his interview with melinda gates and just oh i didn't her, see that one. yeah so good just her honesty about her life and relationship and how she forged her own path and found her way to raise her voice for women and girls worldwide it was that was really really moving especially if she started out as a computer tech like and to then right. be one of the foremost leading voices on advocacy for women and girls it just was so beautiful and then the other one that i really loved was um the formula one race car driver lewis hamilton which i gotta be honest i didn't really know much about formula one before that my husband is is kind of into formula one but so he was familiar but his he just was really honest his dad was his manager he most formula one drivers come from very resourced homes and he didn't it was him and his dad Mm. was a single dad and that was something they did together on the weekends. And then he got good and started racing. And he's the number one Formula One race car driver in the world for many years. Wow. And and how he fired his dad as his manager. And his dad's in the audience no as way. he's talking about this. So oh wow! So as David Letterman is uh, David, a super on a first name basis, as David Letterman <laughs> is talking about his relationship <laughs> with his son and how um, that has been fractured or formed. Lewis is also talking about how his relationship over the years and now that he's an adult has been. Um, impaired or repaired with his dad who's again sitting in the front row hearing all of it it was so honest and vulnerable it it blew me away blew me away it was highly recommended if you haven't watched it so 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 good oh man relationships tricky nuanced complex room for vulnerability room for wholeness room for redemption room for repair Mm -hmm. and it's such a mirror of what christ is doing in us as we are repaired and reconciled with father God through Christ and seeing who God is in the person of Jesus. I just, I love that. I love that you can look at people's relationships, whether it's real on an interview on David Letterman or whether it's scripted or whether it's Mm -hmm. in our actual lives and see goodness and see Mm -hmm. despair and see the human experience and see human suffering and how, it all binds us together, but also how we can bring out the best in each other and we can walk alongside yeah. each other to wholeness. And we all know relationship relationships are sticky and messy, but worth the, worth the fight. Worth the
1: fight. Yeah, they absolutely are. So don't let the TV fool you. <laughs> don't let the gram fool you. Don't let the I don't know what else y'all be watching. Movies fool the you. TikTok, just remember that real relationship. The TikTok. Well, TikTok is kinda honest to be mm-hmm. honest. I'm enjoying it. I got on TikTok. Y'all Wait. don't follow me over there. What? But I no. I'm not gonna do Stop. anything. I Wait. get I get on there to watch I did. When? I do it. I'm gonna How watch you dance videos. Tell me this? You you downloaded TikTok life to be a TikTok dancer. Yeah. And if I could do it, I would be a TikTok dancer, you guys. But I think the days have passed. Like I'm pretty sure my days are passed they have? for the TikTok.
0: I don't That's know. I mean, I feel like there's so all sad. those moms on there that are like they have fo- they have carved <sighs> out their little yeah. their little path. I think I think there's room for you. I don't yeah. think you're late to this table. i just want to say.
1: I mean, maybe. We'll see if I can get Cody to dance <laughs> with me. I might I might go all in on that because, you know, he's a I was going to say Cody can
0: dance.
1: Mm-hmm. He has some rhythm and I, all I did was booty pop in the clubs. <laughs> so I think that that's not a helpful addition to what's already going on on TikTok. So anyhow, guys, relationships, they're worth it. And we are really excited for the next couple of weeks with you guys. We're going to do a little mini series on relationships because we want yours to thrive. And we know that the world has changed a ton. (laughs) And we want you to know that relationships are real life and they're worth sticking it out. And we've done so many things on boundaries and connection. Like you guys can go back in our archives and and listen to a ton of episodes on relationships. So we hope to offer you some new things that will just bless you as you start a new year and help you connect with others in a way that feels meaningful and in a way that that people can hold your story and hold your heart in a really powerful way because we love you guys and relationships are so important and we want yours to be thriving. Mm,
0: Yes, yes, yes. So well said. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See
0: you next week.